0: The Lady 80 Show podcast. We talk about books, everything about books and have great interview with authors. Here's one now. Well, it's been great today to be joined by Jacqueline Watson or Jackie Watson. And um, the great thing about Jackie is she's just publishing her first book.
1: Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping
0: book she's had a great career in education and how working with with children at different levels but now she's just going to tell us a little bit more about her book so Jackie your book the road to find out tell us a little bit about it
1: um well it the the road to find out I think is it has a it has a story around life as it was in the late 1960s, early 1970s, from a Northeast perspective, because the Northeast of England was very different and still is to the South of England. Um, And I think history, the perspective from a historical point of view is that we had the swinging sixties and freedom and um, feminist emancipation and all sorts of wonderful things happening to ensure equality for women but of course that wasn't the case for many areas not just the northeast but I wanted to talk about the northeast because that's where I'm from so I was brought up in a very small town South Shields lived in South Shields and Jarrow um, mostly all of my life and so I wanted to include that so for anybody who is reading it they might just get this lovely meander through um, life for um, a young girl in the northeast of England in 1970, or the will underneath it all, there is a message around um, lack of equality or em- emancipation for um, a- a many generations of women, and that's the the underlying message. I wanted the very soft sell, um, right? So and, it, and it's all done through the eyes of
0: your main character, whose name is.
1: My main character is um, a woman called Georgina, Georgie, um, a bit of a take on the Geordie, I suppose. Um, mm-hmm. And she's standing having to reflect on a life missed, maybe opportunities missed and um, but very specifically relating to um, romance and has to look back at a time that was quite painful for her in 1971. And it's basically six weeks of a summer holiday and something happens at the beginning of those six weeks that changes her forever, um, including, you know, a lot of teenage drama, rebellion, etc. Um, so there is a description of life as it was for her and her friends, um, on the edges of, um, doing things that they shouldn't have been doing really
0: and she reflects back on this as an
1: older person as a 40 year old yes a chance Mm -hmm. meeting ends well begins with her walking the same steps again she goes to her place her um happy she can reflect (laughs) a very happy place a place a safe place which is on a beach Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't imagine a northeast beach to be very happy. <laughs> it's usually <laughs> very cold and windy. But it, and it certainly was my happy place. And, uh, and that's where the links are. So I have identified my happy place at a time um, throughout my life, really, not just as a teenager, um, which was lovely, which is, you know, for many people, you know, places they went on holiday or places they visited. Well, it's it's
0: quite beautifully written, and I thought first of all, oh, is this a memoir? Because it sounds, it feels so personal, and you get so engaged with the character. And I just want to read a a couple of paragraphs from right at the beginning to give our listeners a bit of a flavour of what they can expect from um, from the book, *The Road to Find Out*. And it's it's this. The nightmare of that summer of horror is still hidden there, deep in the darkest of recesses, locked away in a strong wooden box, deeply submerged underneath piles of old clothes and cast-offs, built to cocoon the pain. I may have removed a couple of layers of comfort and tested my true feelings in time, but now they've been ripped to shreds without warning. Presented with a golden key to unlock the chest, I know I must remove the layers heaped upon it and bear the memories. I dare myself to enter the story, my story, to move forward and challenge my thoughts and feelings. That's why I'm navigating piles of washed up stones, forcing myself to examine the past carefully, to excuse my behavior now. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that. That is such a great hook. And I thought, oh, I've got to find out. I've got to find out. So thank you for writing that. So this being your first novel. Yeah. Um,
1: tell us what you've learned as you've written it. Um I've always thought that you should just write and I've always just written. And it's very important to me that you put all ideas down and any writing groups I've belonged to. I've always made sure that I just wrote, 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 wrote. So that is very important to me because um, as you're writing, you, you know I think in the same way as if you're journaling, you, you just if you just get things down, you can then quite easily at any time go through it, whether it's a week later or even years later. I've got journals that I go to and look at in terms of some of the poetry I've written, etc. You know, in, in in some of the bad, darkest days of my life. <laughs> so I think it's very important that you write. And then you look back at it and then you try and put it into some kind of order. So I've learned a a lot of experience through writing is just to keep writing, keep writing and keep writing. And and obviously keep reading. You know, if I think back to my own reading days, you know, Louisa May Alcott when I was 12, which is in the book. So I do reference things that which which I'm, I'm sure all authors must do. Um, reference things that you re- you remember and acknowledge um, to Catherine Cookson when I was in early twenties. Um, I love Colette, and I, I I've read in French before, and I don't write read her writings in French, but I love Colette. I love Oscar Wilde and. One of the things I have learned is it's very important that you get good characters and you make them rounded. And that's one of my biggest worries that the characters aren't rounded enough. And and, and so I tried to work on that. But this is my first novel. So I, I keep thinking I'm just learning as I go and I'll keep writing until I get it exactly it is that
0: craft that comes through and I mean that's why I set up the book academy was so that we could read good books and then help those books influence our writing Mm -hmm. so I'm with you completely on that page so Mm -hmm. that 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 was one is there anything on your personal life that's come through through doing that writing that you didn't expect to happen
1: I'm not I'm not so sure I'm in a very very happy place um I'm in a second marriage um which I've been we've been married 30 years next week actually Monday um and so along the way there's been lots of ups and downs and so I'm in a happy place and the right I love the writing and I, I write on holiday I write on my own I write in the living room I write everywhere um, and I've got a husband who is very accepting of it, so that so because of him, I, I've been able to do a lot of the work. Um, I'm not really sure what was the question. It's so, all right. So,
0: I mean, one of the tips you have is keep a notebook, and if you're yeah. out and about, have it at the ready, or if you're in bed, have it at the side of you. So, because you never know when those flashes of inspiration are going to come, do
1: you? You always think you're going to remember them. I often get, especially lines of poetry. I'll I'll get up in the middle of the night, sneak into the into into the bathroom, and write quickly five lines of prose that I've just thought up Because it's always better in the middle of the night. It's it always is. better.
0: Yeah, or, or you know, two yeah. three o'clock in the morning even. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's brilliant. Now I love your favorite quote by Maya and Angelo.
1: Angelou. Angelou. Yeah, Yeah, Angelou.
0: Angelou. Um, Would you like to share that with us?
1: Well, I've read a few of her books, um, which are amazing. So and she has lots and lots of quotes. But I think for me, um, I came to education late. Um, I started as a secretary in 1974. 73, 74. And yeah, then
0: I had, in I got, the 70s, you, yeah, you're either a
1: secretary or a nurse if you're a woman, weren't yes. you? Yes. And yeah. that that was the whole point of the book. You know, um, there is a bit in the book around the careers. I, I didn't put this in a book, but I remember my careers officer saying to me, if you become a secretary, this is very controversial, you know, you may be able to go away with your boss at weekends. <laughs> right. And I'm not saying any more about, it. but and that was a, a general attitude. So if unless you went to grammar school, the, there was no sort of steering you into any kind of professions. Unless, I mean, nursing is a profession, and a, you know, a, a fantastic profession. Um. So I had, I had, a, I got married, had children, and then I had a sort of epiphany. I got a job as a um, community development officer. And I did a youth work course. And the person who was running the youth work course said to me, we well, had to do a bio or something or why we'd come into youth work. And his comment was, well, what are you going to do after this? Because you can't just be a youth worker. You have to do something more. Your writing is honest. It is, you know, you've got the potential to go and do a degree. And I was a, hist- a massive history person, love historical novels, have read hundreds, and... Um, And I thought, yes, I'll do a a humanities degree and I'll become a secondary school teacher. Then my marriage broke up and I had three daughters all under the age of eight. So I decided I would become a primary school teacher because I could do that. And so my life sort of evolved because of the needs that I had and the background that I had. And it happened accidentally. And I didn't know things, so I learned in sociology about things that I didn't know. I learned in psychology about things I didn't know. I learned in child development about things I wish I'd known before I had my children. And so I think May Angelou and her comment is, you know, basically, you can't be blamed for what you don't know. You can't blame yourself, which is what we do as women, and, and a lot of people do. It's not just women. But we blame ourselves for not being able or knowing or academic enough and so I think me Angelou's statement because she can say it and she's lived that life is is perfectly right you know that's right
0: and the quote is forgive yourself for not knowing what you didn't know before you learned it yes yeah yeah, yeah. 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 which is is correct yeah. and is the old thing you don't know what you don't know and then when you do know it's like why didn't I know this yeah yeah <laughs>
1: So, yeah. and we so, go yeah. on I mean uh, um, every day of my life I learned something new <laughs> hundreds of things in a day and more so in the last um, eight nine months than than ever before I think <laughs> um, but some, sometimes you have to learn totally new um, language I, I mean as uh, I did an MA in women's studies in uh, the 90s and my goodness it was a whole new world of language and words I'd never heard of before I had a well, I couldn't Google in those days. I just had a computer. Um, but I used to have to look up everything, you know, about um, words that I'd never, ever heard or used.
0: Excellent. Well, I'm sure you've used lots of those words in your book. So, The Road to Find Out by Jackie Watson um, is coming out very shortly. And you can get it through your website.
1: Yes. Um, my website is Her Story Northeast um dot com and it's basically a website with information about the book but i also blog on there under the real housewife of the north so there is a blogging page and i also have a facebook page which is jackie watson memories which is a page alongside my own facebook my own personal facebook page oh brilliant
0: um, so thank you so much jackie it's been great talking to you learning how your life influences your characters in your book and um, I look forward to it coming out and holding a copy in my hand thank you so much
1: thank you thanks very much Lee. hey it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget check out Quince they've got all the good stuff shirts and polos activewear and fine leather goods
0: Come back, subscribe, and we'll do this all over again. Bye-bye.